Like, subscribe, share, post investments on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. We got books, podcasts, and videos to educate your mind to greatness. So the question is, do you have to give up your fiduciary responsibilities when you come into the wealth? Is that correct? Correct. Okay. So I'm going to try to answer this simple as possible. This game is crazy, but so is having a kid. You don't give up your responsibilities of having a kid. You don't give up your responsibilities of your life unless you give it up to them yourself. So basically with that being said, it's it's a knowledge-based game. If you don't know, they go make you sign on the dotted line and persuade you so they can get you to do what they want you to do because money, the love of money is the root of all evil. So with that being said, if you saying, I want you to do this, I want you to do that, and then they say, uh, okay, well, we can do all that, just sign on the dotted line, and you don't know what you're signing. Well, you might be signing over your rights, but if you take, if you got these three main players, a, a third party, three main players, the CPA, the attorney, and the register investment advisor. Those are your three main players that you need to carry out a real fiduciary responsibility. Now, somebody that's taking over your assets to where you don't have control over your assets or your wealth anymore, those are not real fiduciaries. Those are called brokers. Those are called dual brokers, meaning that they have the institution and at their best interest and they tell you that they have your um, interest at their best interest. But they don't have to tell you that. That's like uh, double closing. That's like you go in one room, sign a paper, then you sign and then the owner go sign another paper, but they signing over their assets and they don't know you in the other room. All they waiting on is that signature because of the power of the pen. Your signature is worth way more than what you think it is. But um, it's all, once you know the structures of um, the, the, the entities, and that's what's gonna run your wealth, the structures of the entities. Now, the investors that I deal with, they put, their, 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 they, they put it in different structures. So you might have the holding company, and the holding company might hold the trust. And then the trust go hold an LLC. Different assets hold holding each LLC because if you receive a lawsuit, now if you got all your assets in one entity, they can take all your assets. But if you got them in separate entities, you got them in charitable trust, you got them in living trust, you got them in LLCs, you got them in C corps, you got them in S corps, all these different entities. Now you can go on um, legalzoom.com 
and I don't know if y'all familiar with that, that's just to give you a breakdown of the different entities, or you might have your own resource. You can go on um, uh, Pricewater Cooper, that's CPA um, um, website, to where you can see all the breakdowns of the different entities. But you need your will, you need your estate, you need your entities, you need your holding company. And they base them, they base them in, com- in, in states that's um, hard to pierce what they call the corporate veil. Meaning that if I'm here in Florida and they try, they sue me in Florida, well, my holding company is somewhere like Alaska or Wyoming or Las, Las Vegas or um, um, what's some other states? Uh, Delaware. And those are, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, Delaware. So, so those are those are 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 states to where it's hard to to uh, actually take somebody's assets from them. So that's an asset protection strategy instead of just going to your local state and just get a regular LLC or just one straight off the internet or something like that. Because I mean, you're not dealing with like a like a little residential two-bedroom uh, property no more. You're dealing with corporations, and once corporate, once you take money out of one person's pocket, oh yeah, they coming after you, and they they can come after you kind, or they can come after you the hard way. But best believe that everybody go try to have their hand in your pocket, and they go try to persuade you to turn over all your fiduciary rights. Now me. Personally, I don't turn over my rights to nobody because, I mean, like I said, it's a knowledge game. So if you don't know what they're talking about, please uh, get on that webinar. We went over a lot of that. I believe Mother sent it out. And if you don't have it, please reach out to her. But we went over a lot of different uh, entities and vehicles far as... um, far as broker, uh, broker, institutional brokers, uh, uh, fiduciary institutional brokers, uh, like uh, Vanguard to where you can put your money in a, a money market account that's outside of a bank. Um, you can put your money in a custodian account that's a self-directed IRA. You can put your money into these uh, charitable trusts. Uh, I believe y'all was just speaking on char- charitable trusts. Meaning you can create your own charity. That's what the wealthy do. The Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Would you think that that's their charity? That ain't uh, 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 Blue Cross Blue Shield or or Red, whatever you call it. I forgot. Uh, red something. Um. Uh, I forgot the I forgot the name of that. But yeah, Red Cross. See, Red Cross belongs to the government. So you could create your own, which what we what 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 I'm shooting for with 40 Mile is to create our own government, our own infrastructure, our own institutions. You know, that's that's why I joined 40 Mile. I didn't join 40 Mile to join the government. You know what I'm saying? So with that being said, the government own everything. So so. So you got to 
learn how to play the game. It's like chess. I mean, I'm not no super wizard on chess or nothing like that, but it's all about your strategy. It's all, it's, it's a strategy game. And, and you got to have the knowledge, the self-discipline, the patience, and you, you the, the key is to so play. One strategy, one strategy when negotiating would be like the aggressive type. Another strategy would be the passive aggressive type. So when you say strategy, can you give us an example of what a strategy looks like? Okay, so like 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 a strategy. Okay, let me take you through a whole scenario. Let me take you through a, a whole scenario from getting the wealth to uh, executing it into assets. I'm try I'm I'm try to remember all that real quick. So you get the wealth, you go inside the bank account, and you go you walk inside the bank. You walk inside the bank, and you like, okay, well, I want a wealth manager, and the wealth manager trying to put you in some mutual funds. They trying to put you into their vehicles. And you like, no, 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 I don't want to do that because I mean I'm a you go have control of my wealth. And I done did that before, that's why I know. And they like, uh, well, we gotta hold your money for such, such, such yeah, stuff. You got that right, you put, I gotta put money into the bank to get 401k, all that yeah, yeah, yeah. and all that. And they don't get I, now, I, I can't even remember a thousand or a hundred dollars. Yeah, and, anyway, okay, ahead, and they give you crap, man. They give you crap. They they'll sit there and sell you a story. You know what I'm saying? So it happened to me the, the first time it happened to me, I was like, well, this can't happen to me no more. I ain't with this. So the alternative is you need to have these different accounts set up already, or you are you need to just tell them, no, I don't want to do that. I I I, I, I'm gonna do something else with my money. That's all you need to tell them. So what you're doing is you then you go set up these accounts. If you don't have these accounts set up, like like the um, the self-directed IRA or the brokered account, you get the Vanguard Fidelity, whatever. They just money market account, but they got caught. Make sure they're liquid. Don't go putting them in no mutual funds because they they go be hard to liquefy. You ain't gonna see your money about two month, two weeks to a month later if you put them into these different uh, v institution vehicles that they try to offer you. So basically, and most of those are mutual funds. Right. Okay. Right. Mutual. By the way, you're not an advisor. Right. Nobody here is an advisor. You just share from your own personal Right. Right. I'm not an advisor. I'm not a CPA. I'm not. I'm just a investor, entrepreneur on my own. I'm giving my story from my own experience. I please don't if, if do the research yourself. Just do the research yourself. Okay, so what I did was the second time I went in there, I went in there with questions about different assets. I started asking them about, about non-performing notes, REOs, foreclosures. I and they they like, well, we don't know nothing about that, but we can direct you to this and we can direct you to that. But you trying to get me to do what you want me to do with my money. But you don't know nothing about these alternative assets that I'm talking about. So, so what I did was, like I said, the second time I went in there, I already had my entity set up, my LLC, my corporation, my own companies or whatever. And you could put them in a funnel. So one entity is holding another entity. So it'll be hard to get to the top entity because the top entity entity is what's providing the money for the different vehicles and the different assets. 
So what I did was I did electric transfers and electric wires from my other vehicles to the bank account that automatically withdrew the money out of that account and it went into another account. See, I didn't tell the bank that I want y'all to transfer money to this account, this account, this account, this account. No, I did like a wire transfer, like a purchase. So the money automatically sucked into my other accounts. And then I dispersed it into these different assets that I'm talking about, businesses, real estate, commodities, paper. And then what you wanna do is you wanna get you wanna get with your team of advisors and you wanna get with your family board, which is 40 Mile or whoever you wanna consult with. Because with this kind of transfer, you're gonna be taking on big deals. Like I said, I'm looking to to get uh 40 mile, uh talk to 40 mile and consult with 40 mile about buying economic vehicles such as what Brother Maji is creating. And I'm just here to add value. So with that being said, what those vehicles do, well, what your holding company does, it, it start loaning money, it loans money to buy those assets. You gotta treat it like a business now. You don't just go out with your debit card and start buying stuff. That's a taxable event. So you, you loan money, you, one, one business is an entity. One whole company is an entity. One trust is, a, is an entity, it's a business. So you loan money to the other entities and those entities buy assets. And those assets pay back that loan to where it got it, those entities from. So it's all a business because you can't pay tax on a loan. You know what I'm saying? And if it's in, if now do your research and correct me if I'm wrong. Like I say, I'm not a lawyer, I'm not a CPA, I'm not an attorney. I'm just telling you from my own experience from what me and my investors do. It's the entities that you set up. That's the strategy. How are you gonna disperse it? What, what can you get with your CPA about that can be a humanitarian project to where it's a tax write-off? Or it, it's, it's, it's not a taxable event for something like insurance. You can put your money in insurance and they can't tax you on that. You buying insurance. You know what I'm saying? You're not buying a, a Ferrari or a Porsche or, 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 or some kind of exotic $50 million home or nothing like that. And it, it ain't got nothing to do with business. It's so many write-offs for businesses that you got to play by the tax code book now. And it's so many write-offs, it's more write-offs in the tax code book now than it, than, than it is um, just for an employee. See, you got the advantage when you got a business. You have a disadvantage when you just got a lot of money or you an employee. Those are different tax brackets. Now, like I said, consult with your CPA, make sure I'm going down the right track. But like I said, I'm just telling you from my experience. Now, the different institutions, I'm a, um, I said loan your money to your different entities and then you got the different institutions as far as the banks, the investment banks, the hedge funds. The hedge funds getting pretty dangerous. So that's a big old watch out there. The best thing to do is to buy the assets. Not invest with them, you can actually buy assets from them like you could buy assets from the bank. 
and you gotta buy them at a discount. Don't be trying to buy retail prices. We buy factory prices. You got factory, you got re, you got factory, you got. An example, so a hedge fund. Okay. Hedge fund is example. An example of a hedge fund would be what? An example of a hedge. Uh, it's a company called Bridgewater. It's a company. Um, you can go on Google and, and Google top 10 hedge funds. So what hedge funds do is they get money from the ultra, ultra wealthy and they, they lock your money up for two to five years. Now what they doing inside of their hedge fund, they doing everything that I talk about. They trading on the stock exchange, they trading Forex, they trading binary options, they trading options. What they trying to do is they trying to boost their revenue. And then they investing in mining, they investing in, in water, man, they investing in green, they investing in any kind of, they investing in emerging markets. They trying to get, they, they main goal is to go in the financial markets, don't matter where it is on the global, on the globe, and make money. Then what they go do is they go take a 2% fee, usually annually, they go take 2% fee, and they go take 20% of the profit. And if, if you try to pull your money out before that three to two to five years, then it's going to be a penalty. So what hedge funds been doing, they've been losing money because, um, and y'all let me know if, if I go out because I had technical difficulties the other day. So what, oh, go ahead. No. Also, BlackRock, I believe, is another one. Well, BlackRock is a private equity fund. They could be considered as a hedge fund too, but BlackRock they go in and buy they they go in and buy companies. Like they bought a uh, they bought iShares. They bought uh, they buy different businesses. So BlackRock can be considered as a hedge fund, but they're more of a private equity fund. They go in and buy companies up. Now, uh, Brookshire Halfway, they are more considered of a private equity fund too because they go buy up companies. Brookshire Halfway own companies. Warren Buffett got his money in different stocks. Like he just bought a bunch of Apple. So, do that kind of clear it up or? So when you're saying a hedge fund is predatory, Whereas a private equity fund may actually want to hold a business, grow it, develop and expand it, or they might do mergers and acquisitions. Is that what you're saying? Exactly. Because a hedge fund, a hedge fund ain't going to have your best interest at heart. A private equity firm, most likely not neither. But a private equity fund is about buying, buying up companies. And like you said, growing them. And, and then you return, you get return on capital. But it could be a lock up here. With those are what you call illiquid uh, institutions, to where you can't liquefy like a stock or 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 a piece of real estate quick like that. You know, um, uh, hedge funds they go in, they take your money, and they just tell you they go get your return. You don't know what they investing in. That's the same thing with the banks. The banks can tell you, oh, we're going to put you in a nice portfolio of stocks and bonds and mutual funds and, and sell you a nice little dream. But they're not going to put you in 
these alternative assets that's actually generating cash flow. The name of the game is cash flow. So if it's illiquid and you can't buy it straight off and you're not getting revenue on a constant basis, monthly, quarterly basis, then I stay out of it because I like to re liquidate my money quick. So they do that kind of clear things up, brother John. Right. The famous one, the first one, not Wall Street too. Yeah. That's where these things got started. Was it Michael Milken, one of the first ones sent to jail for the error of hedge funds and IU? That was that was for um inside trading. So inside trading is basically having information before it hits the floor. If you seen inside of that movie how um he hired that guy, I believe we talking about the same movie, how he hired that guy from, the guy was desperate off the streets or something like that, and the guy was doing anything he, he had to do because he wanted just to get rich like um, the, the guy up in the tower. So he would send him out and he found something about an a airplane uh, um, company or something like that. I ain't seen it in a while. And his wife was buying all them fancy paintings and stuff like that. Like, that's a taxable event. Like, uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. But, yeah, you got the different kind of in institutions. So, um, institutions would be, um, okay, you got banks, investment banks hedge funds, custodian accounts, which are self-directed IROs. You got escrow accounts, broker accounts, insurance accounts, precious metal storage, safety deposit, safety, safe. You got safe that you can actually put in. You got the safe you can put in your house with the precious metal. And then you got the assets, which you, you diversify your money into. And those would be um, um, humanitarian uh, uh, what's the word that I'm looking for? Um, uh, philanthropy. Yeah, philanthropy type deals. There you go, brother John. Appreciate you. Um, uh, it's another word that I'm looking for though. Um, I'll come back to it. But uh, those are like businesses, you know, um, real estate, commodities, and paper. And those are the asset, the depreciating asset, the distressed asset, the depreciation assets that are coming from these big institutions that they have to get off their books by law. But, Lewis, uh -huh. in that lane that you were referencing, what would you say is the difference between, or do you know, the difference between a foundation, a nonprofit entity, and what people don't understand the term NGO, which is a non-governmental organization? No, I don't get that technical, brother John. I'm not even, I'm not even that down the line that far. That's a that's a CPA that's a CPA question. That's a CPA. When you were talking about nonprofits or philanthropy or humanitarian programs, I thought that's where you were. No, no, no. I was talking about the the different entities, the different the different Well, you can use a nonprofit organization if that's that's part of a humanitarian. But far as like, like that's a strat. What you talking about is a is a CPA strategy. Like I said, I'm not a CPA. 
I don't, I don't even know. All I'm saying is that those entities, I thought that's what you were trying to identify, those entities are either considered 501c3s. Right, right, right. But, I mean. Like the Rockefellers and these big money people. And the non-governmental organizations are like Doctors Without Borders or the White Helmets, you know, that do global type activity. That's what you call NGO, NIU. Okay, well, you know more about that than I do. I, I don't get that, that technical. He, it, whatever structure the humanitarian fall under, I know it will fall under a non-profit. And it can fall under a, chari- a charity and the philanthropy. I know that much. I don't, I don't know, like, the technical. I don't get that, that deep far into it. My, my main part is the asset part. I just know different structures, but I don't, I haven't got that deep. But you can probably educate us on that, Brother John. I, I don't know that part. All right. Um, okay, family, it's after 10, Brother Lewis. You want to, um, yeah, kind of culminate? It's about a quarter after, yeah, about, about 15 after, rolling upon, um, yeah. Uh, then we're done, and then if anybody has anything, anything they might want to add, and when Brother Lewis wraps up, and we'll come back tomorrow and Thursday. Uh, Brother Lewis, you'll be back with us Thursday? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. All right. Well, I'll relate this to Mike, brother. Okay. Um... With that being said, like, uh, any questions, um, concerns that anybody want to address? Um, you know what I think would be real fun? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Thursday, we, we have you go through as if you are exchanging. And we'll have maybe Mother Jones, if she does such a marvelous job. We'll have her as the banker. Yeah, like a role play. I was I was thinking about that. That that'd be pretty cool. Okay. Yeah, we'll talk to Mother Jones about it. She she's agreed. But we'll we'll try something like that Thursday, okay? That's cool, that's cool. That's cool. Um All right. Okay. Okay, so we're going to move questions, comments, concerns, cries of anger, and tears of joy. Brother Lewis, did you, did you uh, finish your thought? Okay, um... What I want to say is, before I leave, is it's going to be a lot of players. Basically, it's going to be a lot of players come out there. And, and, and don't let them make you nervous. Whatever you do, just hold. They go try to talk you into their vehicles. They go try to take over the... Fr- the, the fiduciary responsibilities of your money. That's what they're gonna do. If you never played the game, I done played it a couple times. I done, I done lost a couple times. I done lost a lot. And I came back in with a smarter, better perspective of how to develop myself as well educated when I do go talk to those people. But like I said, if... if uh, when you lost, what is that when you came back? What's the one thing you did differently when you came back? I had to change the way I thought. My knowledge. My knowledge base is, is all I got. 
I had I had to go get smarter, man. I had to. And I had to understand what else was out there instead of that letting them think that what they had was the only thing for me. I use third party everything. I have people watch people. So if I got two CPAs, well, I'm looking for a third piece of CPA. That way I can go to each CPA and I, I can ask them questions and I, I use my own accurate thinking. I use my own attorneys. If, if I don't understand something, well, I'm asked this attorney, I'm gonna ask this attorney, I'm gonna ask this attorney. I got registered investment advisors. I'm gonna use this registered investment advisor. I'm gonna use this registered investment advisor. I'm not using brokers. I don't need nobody selling me what they want, want, want me to have. No, I need to buy what I need to buy. And if, if you don't, if you can't do what I want you to do, then I don't need to be dealing with you. Family office players. Academics specializing in family businesses, accountants, alternative lending managers, angel investors, asset protection specialists, attorneys, back office outsourcing providers, blockchain specialists, cannabis managers, consultants, cryptocurrency managers, donor advised funds, emerging managers, endowments, energy, oil, gas, clean tech. Managers, equity managers, ESG, Shri Impact Investment Managers, estate planners, family business experts, family offices, single and multi, financial planners, vintage companies, fixed income managers, foundations, fund of funds, hedge funds, insurance companies, long-term care specialists, luxury companies, private jets, automotive, executive car service, etc. Outsourced Shio CFO philanthropy specialists, private debt managers, private equity, real asset managers, real estate managers, RIAs, risk managers, startup companies, succession and generational wealth planners, tax efficient portfolio managers, tax planners, trust companies, professional services, accounting and auditing firms, attorneys, asset managers, business brokers, cannabis business sector, Create a single family office, wealth consulting, operational and organizational consulting, human resources payroll solutions, information technology solutions, manufacturing tooling solutions, media companies, medical products, private security services, private jet services, property development, recruiters, third party marketers, trust and estate planning, luxury goods and services investment solutions, Aggregated reporting and back office solutions, alternative investment solutions, blockchain investments, investment solutions, capital raising specialists, charitable giving and philanthropic services, consumer product investment professionals, hedge fund auditors, insurance and risk management, investment due diligence services, fund manager platforms, insurance dedicated funds, IDFs. Manufacturing tooling solutions, oil and gas attorney, outsourced chief investment officer, CIO, solutions, private equity investment professionals, securities lending solutions, 
Venture Capital Professionals Wealth Management Solutions Real Estate Solutions Commercial Real Estate Brokerage Commercial Real Estate Investment Professionals Commercial Real Estate Energy Efficiency Solutions Commercial Real Estate Lawyer Commercial Real Estate Lending Financing Facilities Management Multifamily Apartment Building Investment Professionals Property Management Reps and Warranties Insurance Real Estate Acquisitions Real Estate Crowdfunding Cost Segregation Services